everybody, it's the 4th of September 2019. It was the month this time that was tripping me up. Uh, this mm. is Raptors in the Kitchen. I'm Pac Rodriguez. I'm joined by Tommy Bass and Neil McCulloch. Hello. Hello. Guys? Hello. Can I drop my, uh, my game show host voice? Yeah. Now? yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Like, uh, that was Actually, only... you can, but you Well, can you say a, a running man? Your favourite running man line? Uh, my favourite running man not, line? Not your Arnie line, but what's your favourite line? Killian, Ki- line. Killian says, yeah. I mean, like... All I can really remember is I'm going, let's get running! Please, please, Does he say anything else? He says a Who loves you and yeah. who do you... Oh, was that Bruce Forsyth? No, he no, says that's that. Right. Bruce, he says, nice to see you, see you nice. Was that... Did he steal that from Killian or did Killian steal it from him? Killian does it. I mean, it's so similar. Who loves oh, you okay. and who do you oh, love? Kil- Richard's... Uh, I doubt very much that Richard Dawson, or more importantly... Whoever wrote the Running Man, is it the Suicide? I think he may have co-wrote the scripts right. based on the old. Uh, oh, are you, are you telling me that that, that line I, wasn't in the Stephen King original short story? I I doubt that Stephen King in the Coatfield Nightmares, which he was in is that, while he was doing the Richard Bachman books, had heard of Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, like uh, I mean, everyone's heard of Bruce Bruce Forsyth. Well, not only that, uh, uh, Richard Dawson was a, a game show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, anyway. I know. Um, but yeah, you're probably right, Neil, because I was reading an interview that McAvoy gave today about like the upcoming uh, chapter two, and he was saying how he tried to talk to Stephen King a lot about the characters, to which a lot of the time he said, I've heard he's very, you know, evasive and all that, but in a, but in a good way, and he said, all he basically will say was, I don't know, I was either drunk or high as shit when I wrote that guy, and I was like, uh, but like, yeah, Coatfield Nightmare is probably yeah. right. Have you read the Running Man short story? Uh, I haven't, no. no. I've read some of the other kind of right to Bachman stuff and it's it's not very good. <laughs> I'm not a huge a fan of his writing either. I, I, there's, there's books I've enjoyed. Do you remember who directed the Running Man? Hold on, don't say it. No, I, can't remember, say it. I can't remember the new guy's name but I can remember who he is. That's right, yeah. Pop culture lore. Yeah. I mean, like, I would have said... Yeah, I would have said John McTiernan, but like it's no, obviously uh, not him. No. He was uh, he was a TV cop. He was a TV cop. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. It could be still could be anybody. No, like who? who was Starsky. It? Oh, Starsky. And right. Mm-hmm. Did he direct anything else? No. <laughs> well, maybe maybe know, some eps of. Uh, I remember looking this up, and I'm sure he. He did do one other thing, and then it was all just kind of shite on the yeah, telly. Yeah, I'd imagine he maybe directed uh, a couple of episodes of Starsky Nutch as well. I mean, like all I know about the <laughs> uh, the Running Man short story, it's not called Running Man for a start, right? It's called something else, isn't no, it? No, it's called Running Man. Is it? Yeah. But like, it's also just apparently nothing like the movie. Uh, well, the difference is that the game show takes place all over America, and I think it's the the prizes if you get to if you can escape. Uh, the the something else. Um, oh, I Schwarzenegger's character dies at the end. Right. Um, Wait a minute. Whose character? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Right. Ben Richards. Uh, ben Richards. Uh, the butcher um, of Bakersfield. The butcher of Bakersfield. Uh, I find there is allegedly <clears throat> quite a lot of difference. Right. Uh, Starsky's real name Paul Michael Glazer Paul Michael Glazer uh, his directorial his directing credits include Fiddler on the Roof no way not no. Fiddler on the Roof no hold on uh, IMDB's doing that whole thing where it's 
Not I've the, looked at I've looked at directors. No, not the Ken Levine. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I pressed the actor but instead because I'm an idiot. Right, okay. Episodes of Stark and Hutch. Five of those. Three episodes of Miami Vice. Hold on, I'm curious. How do you get to Fiddler on the Roof from any of this? Fiddler, he was in Fiddler right. on the Roof. Sorry. Right. Um, Who was the roof? Well. A film called <laughs> Band of the Hand, which is a 1986 action crime drama about kid, uh, juveniles lost, uh, lost in the Everglades where a, a war veteran is trying to give reform using survival tactics. Sounds shite. Uh, oh, he did. He, that's you. You maybe know these three, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, the Cutting Edge mm. from 1992. Synopsis: uh, It's a temperamental figure skater and a former ice hockey player tried to win gold as the skating no. players team. <laughs> is that what Blades of Glory is based on, or what? No, no. This is a four serious, a serious right film. It's a romantic dramas. Uh, the air up there. No. Kevin Bacon film about guy goes to coach goes to Africa to find players. No, I don't no, see that. No. One. You must know this one. Kazam. Um, that's not the no, that's not the Shaq movie. No, because no, the Shaq movie doesn't, doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. What is Kazam? Kazam is oh, it's fuck it's Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. What? All right. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Where he plays a genie. Yeah. And what's oh no this the story of that is, is some people think somebody else is in it but it's actually Shaq is it not it's something like that yeah it's like, I, I it's like, like Sinbad or somebody like that ah wait that yeah no I Shaq was on the posters but he's not no, actually it wasn't it, it wasn't that I had no part of this story I forget where <laughs> I saw it from though apparently it was to do with the fact that like the trailer for Sinbad was on at the start because um or the other way around right and then that's like what lead people to. Right. It's in like back when it was a VHS right. kind of tape stuff. Like right, the right. trailer for okay. uh, one of them was at the start right. of the other, and that's what kind of led people to think of that person right. when the film was on. Um, yeah, and then it's all TV. Although it has a film in development starring Steve Gutenberg. No way. Yeah. Did you click on the wrong thing again? Nope. Steve Goomberg's kind of, I don't want to say he's coming back, but he was in a couple of episodes uh, uh, of uh, the late, late, late season of Ballers. What is he look like? Yeah, he uh, looks I, exactly I sh- the same. I can show you. He looks exactly <laughs> the same. I would not I would not recognise him. Yeah, that's my That does not look like Mahoney to me at all. Alright, it's a, it's a black <clears throat> and white photo. Let's put the colour one yeah. on there. Hey, hold on. I have... Sorry, folks, I've gone down an IMDb hole. Mm. Uh, I'm now looking at Steve uh, Steve Gutenberg's current uh, releases. This is it for the show, an hour and a half, <laughs> I just say. Uh, Steve Gutenberg's work. Um, uh, he might still be in Ballers, actually. It's not like he uh, he's done eight episodes of Ballers yeah. so far. Uh, he's in a couple of episodes of the Goldbergs. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. That's the, the, well, I haven't seen the Goldbergs, but... I, he, he was in Sharknado 4. He was such a, a a good cheeky scamp in the Police Academy movies. We've not we've not seen his like since. Yeah, they they replaced him with a, a guy. It was Lassard's nephew. Yeah, he, he, was, he didn't quite fill that. Oh, he was a dauber that guy. He was you just know, such a fucking square. Yeah. Like, the only other thing I seen him in was Red Dragon. He's like in it for for a really short period of time. He shares like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's Red Dragon. The Actual Red Dragon, the Ed Norton one, not, yeah, yeah, not, Red, yeah, not yeah, the not Manhunter, uh, and that also because remember also Bill Dukes is in Red Dragon, is he not? 
Is he? I'm fairly sure he's in that. Uh, yeah, I think he's very briefly in it. No, it's a very kind of like, and you'll miss it. Yeah. He's not like Crawford. That's um, Harvey Cartel. Yeah. Who's who's a Lassar in Red Dragon? Is he like the guy that not uh, not that old shows Lassard, him, young Lassard. Yeah, but is he the guy who shows him the painting in the museum that gets knocked out no, so that a uh, who can just eat it? I, that, I, I, I fucking love that movie so much, man. <laughs> that movie is fucking great. As a total piece of trash cinema. No, it, no, I genuinely no, love it. No, it, it's so rubbishy. It's, it's, it's got like, such a such a massive fucking place in my heart, man. I don't know why, but like it's it, just, it's like it's like a Rainy Harlan film, in that it's just total sl- absolute trash. I mean, it's a Brett Ratner. Yeah, <laughs> so well, there's like, may as well be a fucking Rainy we Harlan need to make film. A film. We'll hire a guy that can he'll make money. I always get like Brett Ratner and Rennie Harlan mixed up. Which, yeah. which one did Long Kiss Goodnight? Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. Yeah. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, you yeah. name another Rennie Harlan movie? Die Hard Two. Whoa, well Whoa, done. Uh, I kind of expected. Can you name another one though? Hey, uh, hold on. Actually, that's a that's a clue. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rennie Harlan's got some decent films. But they're shite at the same time. I mean, yeah. the Long Kiss no, Goodnight no, no, is... None of them are, like, yeah. cinematic masterpieces. Long Kiss Goodnight is good for the fact it's a Shane Black script. That's yeah. that's why it's better than what it should yeah. be. Well, you say that as if, like, Shane Black's got, like, a pedigree for fucking great scripts when, like, everything he's Recently, done... Recently, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. But that's saying Shane Black... He, kind Shane of t- Black used to be good. Yeah, yeah, Lethal Weapon, The Last Boy Scout, uh, Last Action Hero. Oh, I mate. Okay, Tommy. Sam what, Jackson was great in Long Kiss Goodnight. What is the last kind of cinematic release do you think that uh, Steve Gutenberg was in? Oh, is it a Casper film? It is a Casper film. Is it something that... Does that not mean it was from the 90s then? Like, yeah, yeah it's like late 90s. Is it not something about like Casper wants to play soccer or some shit? No, it's Casper, A Spirited Beginning. There you go. The very man. first one, 1997. Yeah. Was yeah. he, he was also in Cocoon, right? Yes. Yeah, he did that. His career's pretty dodgy. See, is after that movie f- good? It's like still. Would, it's I, I, I don't. Not? I've not seen Cocoon since I was about eight years old. So I couldn't tell you. I, I remember the. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. I'm the same. I haven't seen it as an adult, but I remember really enjoying that's it. Right, they made two cocoons. Yeah, Cocoon did, and Big the Return. What about Batteries Not Included? Oh, I hate that one? film. Never yeah. seen it. Uh, something about that film that just arcs me. Did you? Uh, do you not feel what I've seen? War Games is that good? War Games is good. Yeah. I mean, is that not essentially that? That's the one where it's like it's a sub submarine movie, right? No, no. What am I thinking of? Uh, Crimson Tide. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what happens in War Games? Uh, Wait, is it not? Are you thinking of the Hunt for Red October? Well, War Games is a Matthew Broderick film yeah. from the very early eighties, where he was very good at the online chess, like electronic right. chess and there's a a supercomputer that I think is NORAD is this all, before or after Last Starfighter round about the round, same round time, the same time. Right. Matthew Broderick's playing Last Starfighter no no but I'm saying it's the same plot from the sounds no, of no it's not I mean uh, other than the fact that like obviously I doubt Matthew Broderick ends up in an intergalactic space battle no, no but, but he, he ends up in a game yeah, of chess yeah. with a supercomputer that's right. about to launch a nuclear war right there is a submarine movie that has almost the same premise and I fucking can't remember what the fuck it is at all. Whether they're playing chess again. No, no, it's like 
they think it's like a, a game that's going on. Like they think it's like a, a drill, like that it's not serious, but it turns out that something serious is actually going on is and they're in danger. Well, is that not up Periscope? Uh, well, <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, I like. Do you remember that? That's kind of it's kind of it's kind of the plot of Crimson Tide because it's it's kind of reverse. That's up, yeah, that's up Periscope. Yeah, that's a yeah. ridiculous that comedy. That movie. might be the one I'm thinking of. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that's that, really far removed. Yeah, because in Crimson Tide they get a message, but they do, it's not complete. And Denzel's like, "Well, we need to wait the message." Whereas Gene Hatman's like, uh, "No, uh, it's going to be fired." It's, now. it's two hours of waiting for a radio to get fixed. Yeah. I remember it well. That two f- tense as fuck hours. That ah, hey, that movie's fucking it's well a good. Great film, man. Well good. I miss Tony Scott. Yeah, it was unfortunate, man. That's that's one of my few kind of quibbles over this new Top Gun because I liked that trailer. Oh, okay, I never even thought of that. The fact that yeah, obviously, yeah, but it's not going to be Tony Scott. And who is doing it though? Because the trailer looks alright, and the fact that like you need to imagine that Tom Cruise is really hands on with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, he was wanting to be trained how, if yeah. I actually fly the plane. He just wasn't going to let him. I thought he was wanting to. We've, I, we've I, had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah. I think it's actually against the law to fly one of those jets. He did learn to fly a chopper for yeah. a Fallout. Yeah, but like, that's a helicopter. Yeah, like, no, you can do that. Yeah. But like, uh, a all right, okay. Like, I've just looked up to you as Dayton and it's uh, Joseph Kosin- Kosinski. Kosinski, who did yeah, Tron Legacy. And, Dan- okay. and Oblivion. Yeah, oh, I mean, right. that was kind of boring. Yeah, but, but like, it, yeah. it was fine. No, uh, I, I don't know about boring. The problem with Wilvin is it did nothing new. It's yeah. just it's it's you've seen every plot point and every kind of cliche in it. That's it. Just it was underwhelming. I oh, did that only the brave that Josh Brolin firefighter movie. The trail that looked good. Yeah, that was alright. There's a fire in the woods and we got to put it out. Yes. Oh, I remember that trailer. <laughs> Which is amazing because that's such a generic sense. <laughs> hey. I had. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, if I say this, I wonder if you maybe click. You know, it was like, uh, was like, oh yeah, that, that looked alright. That did look alright. It did. Yeah, had a few heads in it. Roland was not, wasn't the only person. I think it's it Roland, Jeff Bridges, Miles Taylor, Jennifer Connelly. Uh, I can't remember. I think so. I am getting a lot of, of fire. Lot of, a lot of use <laughs> wow. in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did any of Andy you guys? Mc, Andy McDowell, any of yeah, you guys do anything noteworthy over the past week since the last show? Um, I had dinner in the Crab Shack, which was really nice. I mean, like I said, was there anything noteworthy? Like uh, well, some dinner, of our, some that, of our listeners may like to go to the local eateries, and I yeah, like the, the listeners that, from like well, America and Canada. Hey, these people go on holidays. Sorry, they, vacations. They, yeah, they, they, they might have <laughs> shit hot like crab places there, man. That I would imagine that parts of Canada and probably America have far better crab places than we do. Mm. See, like the the more time goes by, where. Like, I'm unlikely to ever go back to America. And the one chance I got, like, I was denied all the fast food that I've saw in movies and stuff like that. Like, the more time that goes by, the more I resent the fact that I did not get to try Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it's a name I've heard of, but I'd imagine it'll be, like, the McDonald's of that. Chain. But, like, seemingly, like, seemingly, like I think... Remember were, you had Taco Bell? And you're like, yeah, that Taco it? Bell was fucking rubbish. I mean, yeah, that was Taco like, Bell. Uh, seemingly, like, Red Lobster, the actual lobster itself isn't really anything to talk about, but, like, uh, the shrimp is supposed to be amazing. Mm. I, I think they were talking about it in one of the Beast casts. Oh. 
Elliot. Why don't we like go to Canada, where I'm sure there'll be a red lobster there? Because it's still like £800 for a fucking ticket. It's not. It's, you'll, you'll get cheaper. You get it's cheaper pretty now. expensive. Plus, I've also I've started learning Japanese with the intent of going to Japan, so... You could um, you know, do one of those... I don't want to start <laughs> having to learn Canadian. Do one of those uh, mystery holiday things. I mean, you might not end up in Canada, but, you know, that's dead exciting. It's a mystery holiday? What are you even talking about? Just have you ever travelled? There's a few um, There's a few folk in my work that have... Um, they were telling me about it, and you basically enter this thing where it's like... You put your name in, and it's like, you're going to go on holiday. It's like, this is the price. So it's basically just like, the it's, this is the way for the flight... A, people to just be like we've just got like, fucking flight. seats yeah. left in a flight this looks just fucking um, but again this it's not like oh we they do it and then like tomorrow they have to go on holiday it's kind of like you you enter it and then like in a, a week or two you get told or is it like no it was like a month I think it was and they get told right out of you know Saudi Arabia Berlin whatever Venice you're like God here imagine that paying money and like oh you're going to Saudi Arabia I'd be like fucking no thanks <laughs> mm. But Jesus, you'll do fine there. You're a man. Yeah. See, the thing is, though, like I, I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. But at the same time, say it was like you're going, you're you're from Glasgow, Scotland, and you're going to London. <laughs> it's like yeah. that sounds like a rubbish way to book a holiday. I don't know. unless it's dark cheap. Mm. I don't know what the prices were, but I think me. I think that's the the only kicker because I'm when I was talking about it, I remember like briefly looking it up, and the only kicker is it's like. You're given X amount of days uh, for this holiday. Now, what that doesn't include is you might your flight might be delayed. You might have to change flights for whatever reason. Well, and that's the same as buying any flight. No, but like the, your the, flights get delayed. Yeah, but the allowance that you're given. So, say you're given right, you're gonna have four days in Venice. But say during one of those days, your yeah, flight's delayed. That's that's is, that's the same in the real world of booking holidays as well. If you if you buy a holiday. You're booking it from that date to that date. So you turn up at the airport on that date, mm. your flight's laid, so that's eating into your time anyway. So it's mm. exactly the same. Yeah. I remember like reading that and also the money that you were that they were asking for it is like you might have to pay for if you were to change flights. So like this isn't this is where I started the, the crack started to appear. I was like, this isn't really an offer, is it? It's more just did this did this come in an email from a Nigerian prince? No, I I never I never sent off for it, man. I just I was just speaking to folk about it. <clears throat> that sounds rubbish. Hmm. But yeah, well, you're not going to Canada then, Packer. Yep, shock. Mm. Also, like really I get rich, Packer, I'll take you to Canada. I mean, what you can get all the poutine you can eat. I mean, that does sound good, and like I've heard that obviously the reputation for Canadians is that they are nice people and stuff, and like I've heard that they've got like really clean cities. But the other thing that I know about Canada is that it's fucking freezing, and I don't really handle the cold that well. In fact, I fucking hate it. So, no. Nah. <laughs> hey, if you come into money, we're going somewhere warm. There you go. Just getting that out there right now. Neil's going to Mexico soon anyway. Yeah. I always go places Again. that's warm. I'm going to the other side of Mexico this time. See how the the East Coast is like. I mean, you don't always go places that are warm. We went to a Poland. Poland. Yeah, that Poland is fucking gold. It's fucking freezing, man. Yeah. It was good, though. I like Poland. It was good. It was really good. I think Neil will say as well when he's in Mexico, that's when he will probably watch it because you don't want to deal with the the, the riffraff. Was it it? No, no, it was Joker. Joker, sorry. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I wanted, I'm quite happy that that comes out the week I go to Mexico. 
When is that? Because it's like the third of the month or something like that. October? Yeah. Right. Just because I can't be fucked with the type of people who go and watch that film. Okay. And also, I can't be fucked with the conversation about it until the hype's died down. People can think rationally about it. Fair enough. I still haven't even watched the first trailer. I've not watched any trailers at all. I've just seen pictures you of seen ta- You seen Taxi Driver? Yeah. You seen The King of Comedy? No. Alright, okay. Watch King of Comedy, then you'll have seen this trailer. I wonder, I don't know if you might like The King of Comedy, but I don't know. Do you like films where Robert Nero goes, meh, 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 Okay, you probably won't like it then. No, he's a joker. Is he? Going, meh, 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 Well, as a, I think he's a chat show host. But in King of Comedy, he's in a spider. Yeah, he strikes me as a kind of Jimmy Fallon type guy. That mm. kind of late night show. Yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro annoys me a lot. I think his best role is in Stardust. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's... Uh, that that takes a bit hot for my tastes. <laughs> Just unpack that for a minute. I, can't. I mean, like he's primarily known for gangster movies, and I fucking don't like gangster movies. So no, that's what you, uh, no, that's what you know him from. But he's he's been a bunch of stuff. Then yeah, I think at the time when that kind of method acting was the kind of taste du jour of these kind of guys that he was probably at the top of that kind of list then. I just don't think a lot of that kind of those kind of roles have aged well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh So yeah fuck Robin, you know. And, and that was all because you went to Crab Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Did you get up too much film? No, I went well me and well, we only went to the cinema last Did you do anything which wasn't the cinema Tommy? Because uh, we'll, we we'll talk about this anyway. Last night we ate some fucking nice chicken, man. It's a food again. We will we lead exciting lives on this podcast. <laughs> no, man, that's what I'm saying. Met a few met met a few friends. Uh, I watched the the football. I didn't really do anything. It was yeah, really, it's, it's really been a, it's been a quiet week. Yeah. Work. I mean, like I'm saying, faffed like, faff around. I I spent like forty hours playing Dragon Quest Eleven, so it's not exactly like that's mm. noteworthy either. I I'm on my second run through of Detroit. Um, but yeah, I've not really done anything. We should all get hobbies. I went swimming a couple of times. It's mega know. exciting. It's a it. hobby. <laughs> um, but yeah. What kind it. of people use the pool in the middle of the afternoon? Uh, various folk men. Old people? Uh, where, where are you going with this? I don't know. It was a question I had in my head and then I'd said it and I thought, it's a fucking ridiculous question. Why the <laughs> fuck am I asking that question? Are you high? Yeah. Great. You couldn't tell that already. I mean, like, <laughs> during the, like, I didn't suspect it at all until the Robert De Niro part. Uh, we started making the noise. And it was like, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I didn't do anything else. As I said, it's, uh, it's been really, I've been trying to avoid the cold that's been going around, but. Um, I think it's my turn now because I can fucking feel it in my chest and my throat. Horrible feeling at the back of your throat, yeah. man. It's, yeah, I've, it's done all I've day. got the strepsils in my bag if you want a strepsil. I'm oh, not right. An offer you don't after, get every day. Yeah, maybe after the show, man. Did anything uh, noteworthy happen in the world of movies? Uh, no, just uh, 
at the Venice really? Festival, Joker's been getting really good reviews. But uh, in terms of, uh, oh well, no, we talked about um, the trailer for Star Wars that dropped. Well, footage of new Star Wars movie that dropped. Um, what are people angry about with that now? Is <sighs> guaranteed they will be angry about it? I don't. I, I'm tired of seeing that shit. As far as I know. Do you know what no, I nobody's angry yet. Yeah. They're, they're they're angry it's been made because it's that's what that's what happens with Star Wars now. I and think the only thing that I've kind of that I saw was somebody having to go the the clip of uh, Kylo Ren fighting Ray on the top of a thing surrounded by water. Um, somebody was moaning about his cape being uh, computer generated. Is this the same guy who complained about the puddles in the Spider-Man game? Probably, with some neck beard somewhere. I, I mean, just... like, I'm one of those. What was wrong with the puddles? Uh, in the E3 trailer for the Spider-Man game in the PlayStation 4, the puddles were bigger than they were in the released game. And uh, somebody complained that that was them kind of false advertising and downscaling. Yeah. Um, so again, again, what was talking about downscaling? Uh, he was he was talking about how uh, is it is it Ubi, Ubisoft? Ubisoft are fucking notorious. Yeah, for, he was talking about yeah. that today. Like whenever they do a presentation, like the games look absolutely amazing. Like they're so detailed. There's like just items and stuff all over the place, and then the game comes out and it's just so stripped back in right. comparison to. It. But like in saying that, a uh, Division Two and like the more recent Assassin's Creed are still really graphically yeah. impressive. Um, I think they are getting better for yeah. it as technology has moved forward. Yeah. Um, I think they just kind of punch above their weight when it comes to like what the the consoles yeah. can manage, and then right. have to kind of walk back a lot of the way things look. Surely, Watch Dogs well, is the the one that was the the big. Yeah. Kind of, <clears throat> well, surely again, if they're notorious for it, I mean, is there not a governing body that could be like, you can't do that? Nope. Did oh, somebody okay. not try taking? Was it uh, No Man's Sky? Didn't they try taking them to court about that? They probably, probably got sued. I would imagine. I'm sure. I'm sure. I've seen a case where somebody did take somebody to court for something like that, and they won. I mean, these things happen quite frequently. Mm. Uh, class action lawsuits in America seem to happen all the fucking time for this sort of stuff. Mm. But there you go. So, do you think there should be a like a governing body? Like, you can't do that. Yes and no. Like I, I mean, is the no, nobody of, well, artistic freedom is a thing, but then you're like, yeah, but also, oh well, no, because it's not really artistic freedom. It's like you're showing something running on high end PCs, mm-hmm. which you probably Deceptive. know that will never reach that those kind of levels right. running on like never mind a PS4 normal, mm-hmm. but a PS4 Pro, mm. so. It's kind of it's misleading. It's misleading, it's, it's yeah, misleading. Yeah, yeah. right? But uh, at the same time, nobody ever really wants in the games industry. Nobody ever really wants government involvement ever. In yeah, stuff like, yeah, uh, like just. Involvement. I mean, all it kind of ends up being with them is like bullshit to make more money off the back end of fucking gamers, or a uh, they just impose shitty regulations and stuff like that in order to try and win over voters who inherently dislike video games that's all you ever get that's the two forms of government involvement when it comes to the game or worse like if there's government government involvement when somebody goes on a shooting rampage as happens every week in America these days they point the finger at games games. if there's regulation something they can regulate about it I mean that's literally what I was talking about is like 
that's happened within the past week or two, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like Trump got involved in fucking talking about like, blaming video games for a uh, mass shootings in America. Yeah. Instead of the fact that they've got shite gun laws. Yeah. Kinder eggs are outlawed. That's right. And yet you yeah. can buy an AR fifteen in a Walmart. Well done. But is this your... is not a political fucking podcast. Let's try and avoid that shit because it's depressing as fuck and yeah. none of our business. We might lose the four people in America listening. Sorry, right. I'm yeah. sure the greatest living American, Jesus Christ, will help them out. Well, you know, he's taking his fucking sweet time about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate Kinder Parkle? They're a fucking terrible... Or, or the actual chocolate itself. Ah. It's it's mince. It's, it's yeah, bad. it's rubbish. It's rubbish like chocolate. It's, it's only marginally better than the fucking cheap Asda chocolate you can buy, like the Asda mm. brand chocolate. However, Buenos are already... But like, happy hippos the are chocolate, tits, man. The chocolate from oh, an actual... happy hippos. Yeah, they're alright. But like the chocolate from a Kinder Egg is fucking yeah, it's rubbish. rubbish. Yeah, it's rubbish. Honestly. It's gritty. It's just it's like, it doesn't even feel like it's actual chocolate. It's just like, it feels like it's just chemicals. Yeah. But those fucking hippos though, I mean like, it's probably all palm oil. Probably. <laughs> but like, it tastes good. Can't deny it, man. <laughs> Turns out even rip-off Nutella is good. <laughs> no, it's good. They do. Nutella? <laughs> well, Nutella's good. Um, Poundland have a chocolate bar called the Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've ate uh, some of your Twin Peaks before. Uh, it's the uh, it's it's Poundland Toblerone. Toblerone. I would say maybe better than a normal Toblerone. Uh, Where we're on the subject of like chocolate that's good, <laughs> uh, Cadbury's have released something called a Dark Milk, and that is fucking amazing. You should try it. It's like the perfect in between a regular dairy milk and a Bourneville mm. it's like just it's decent it's mm-hmm. it's really good do we have an update on the orange chocolate twirls yet hey, I've been looking for them have not and, found them and anywhere the the mint uh, fuck the what is it the, the it was some awesome mint thing that was coming out as well mint flakes oh I remember you telling me that uh, I'd be up for that fucking hell are they man <laughs> I had um, a bottle of uh, Fanta's Halloween juice that they've got out is it's it pumpkin flavour or something? It's dark else? orange. Right, okay. It's black. Uh, colour wise, it's black. It's weird. Is I, it, I do not recommend it. I was going to say, does it not just taste like a San Pellegrino? No, 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 it's weird. Because it's not a blood orange. It's right. San Pellegrino. It's just, right, okay. This is black food colouring and um, whatever chemicals you get to make citrus flavour. Okay. Me and Neil um, had some milk duds for the first time. Oh yeah, very so are they like caramel? Are they just like they're revels? They're, they're see revels. the caramel revels. That's yeah, yeah. all they are. Yeah, but was, we, uh, we had that at the Terminator double bill. They're like the caramel oh, revels. Yeah, that's what we went so. The yeah. caramel revels are hard though. These like, are a wee bit softer. softer yeah. a wee bit softer. Do you know? Um, like I was so stoned after I left that, mm. I went up the road and I annihilated that milk duds. I remember, like, you gave me a couple, and I was like, they're all right. And you're like, yeah, they're welcome. Right. I was like, yeah. they're just rebels. Like, I was not so much disappointed. It was like that we were talking about earlier about, like, Taco Bell and stuff you've heard about or seen in America. You're like, that's supposed to be amazing. You know, kind of like when you try Twinkie for the first time and you're underwhelmed, but yeah. Yeah, you see it all the time in movies and I, stuff. Like I that. find like, wow. that, see, anytime I now get, I occasionally buy, like, the American drinks with mm. different flavoured Fantas and things like that. That's where they excel. Those drinks yeah. are all fucking great. Even though they are diabetes and I can. Yeah, I was going to say, is that why they excel is because it's just sugar. Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know, just because like in Scotland specifically, 
I feel like it's quite limiting. Like you've got like yeah, your kind of Coke flavor Pepsi, ranges. Coke, there. Pepsi, Sprite, Seven Up, Iron Brew, Dr mm-hmm. Pepper. That's pretty much it. But then when you go to like a McDonald's or a Burger King, they've upped their game where it's not just Fanta. You can get like you know, yeah, yeah. ten different flavors of Fanta. But I, yeah, I, I remember being in Michigan and seeing Cherry Mountain Dew. Uh, and that was good. That was really good. You're a fan of it. Is it Cherry Pepsi Max or still? The raspberry Pepsi raspberry Max. Pepsi. Ah, I can get it. I liked it. The ginger mm. one's good as well. Actually, like all the diet, all the diet Pepsi Max range just now. Like we've actually got quite a lot of them. Right. They're all pretty good. The strawberry diet Coke is fucking disgusting. Don't we need it? Uh, I've tried that. <laughs> I think all diet Coke is <laughs> well, disgusting. You were there, but me, me and Neil were kind of talking about it again at the uh, ter- Terminator uh, double bill, and it's you know on one of the trailers for before the sorry in the cinema before the films they talk about the Pepsi Max challenge or the uh, Pepsi challenge and then it's like the results are only one 50 odd percent no 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 no, it shows you where to find the results it's like pepsi.co.uk you you laugh at that every time that it's so ridiculous so it's like well it's not it's not really it's not an independent uh, you know it's like we are going to publish the results yeah but like at least they're being honest about it. <laughs> what, are they? We don't yeah, know. But why would they fucking They lie? could make up a stat because they the, want to look better than but Coke. But surely if they were going to make up the stat, they would go for a higher percentage. So that's the bit no, that I find ridiculous. It's like so borderline almost 50-50. I, I think it's because it's like, well, you know what? It's to make the, we can't even say 95 to whatever of to 5 because they'll know we're at it. It's like four people out of a hundred people prefer it <laughs> <laughs> over Coke. Yeah. But I, I they're obviously I, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fucking yeah! But they need to do something about that advert again. That guy, the the, oh, the at, at, at least have shortened it. Does that yeah. grind your gears? Does it, Tony? Yeah, it really does. That's worse than the other guy. I I find yeah. it certainly less offensive than it was now, but it's still kind of rubbish. This is the one that's like a bad a bad day. version of Groundhog yeah. Day, where it's like the it's the one where they I fi- fail to understand what made Groundhog Day good. In my in my head canon, when he gets splashed, that's him. He's dead. He's dead or in yeah. some kind of coma. Yeah. So everything that happens in the Groundhog Day is him going through his body slowly dying. Yeah. That that would be sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to cast up with the Cineworld here? Like you know about the running of the company? No, it was. It's not the running of the company per se. It's just like the their creative choices with some of their uh, marketing and we just wish they would you know up their game and stop making shit. I wish they wouldn't put up the and here's the trailers kind of board and then give you the advert for four DX. That's deceptive. That's not a fucking trailer. It's to try and get you to buy a fucking ticket. Pricks. Yeah. I don't, I don't the know. 4DX is that when it's the, the couple and yeah. they escape the thing but then it cuts back to the cinema and they're watching they're just pals yeah it's rubbish just always reminds me of that uh, Nelly video with Nelly and Kelly <laughs> they come out of they come out of the cinema and it's the title of the thing they just watched is the title of the song like you were in there watching this watching your own song with your respective partners where you're basically talking about how you love each other and it just didn't make any fucking sense Inception but yeah. would, you, would you not go to your own movie? no but the whole idea of that song is Nelly and Kelly are with different folk but they love each other right so then when they come out of the cinema Nelly's with his girlfriend and Kelly Rowland's with her boyfriend and I'm like they, they kind of give this glance as if like it's still a secret I'm like well no it isn't you just watched the music video you was basically saying 
we're in love and we're kind of gonna we're kind of cheating yeah and are they, they're the bad guys in yeah, that song and that whole thing about Kelly Rowland using spreadsheet to <laughs> fucking send a text oh yeah because it was futuristic <laughs> I would love to know how many times we bring that up too many I mean like days. enough that it's something that I I now recognise as a thing <laughs> uh, unfortunately unfortunately but yeah, that reminds me of it as well. How's R. Kelly doing these days? Oh, he's in the jail. He's, oh, getting, he's done. getting done. He's getting man. done big time. R. Kelly? He's, pe- he's peed in these last what, 14 what, year old. What's, what's that got to do with Kelly Roll of the Nelly? Because I was thinking it'd be funny to like remake that video, but with oh, R. Kelly instead. God. <laughs> I mean, he is a modern musical genius, you know, with his. Well, like, how many parts did the closet get onto? It's like 14 or something. Like no, it was it's, way more than that. More, I, I gave up I heard on it. I was close to 30 also. I, I totally gave up on is it. Is the includes not in that? No. There is a short person, I don't know who <laughs> politically correct. We have seen that as in 2019. I, I want to see that again. I'm sure it was. There's, a bit, there's a bit where there is a midget. He calls him a midget in yeah, the that, song. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, not, underneath yeah. the sink. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's Stinklage. I don't think it's Stinklage. Yeah. I don't know if I could go back to that. Mm. How much of it did you watch? About fourteen, which is why I think yeah. it's about fourteen. Ridiculous. It is indeed a rap soap opera. <laughs> Nobody else has done it. You know they haven't. Yeah, yet. for good fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of folk, there's a lot of stuff that R. Kelly's done that. Most folk haven't. Felonies. <laughs> yeah. He's living that actual gangster life. I don't know. I'm sure if Jeffrey Epstein was still alive, he'd be knowing about a lot more people who's been doing shit like that. Oh, no right, doubt. you. Stop fucking taking <laughs> this down. So I've been listening to a lot of Chapel Trap House this week. So. Turning this into Facebook, <laughs> the fucking podcast. How many films did you watch this week, Pat? Oh, I watched The Dark Crystal. Right. I watched... Did I watch anything else? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's like, no, he's seen, he's seen skinny stories, but it's like, no, he wasn't there, but no. he was in a chicken coma. Yeah, like, man, I was in pain walking back back home. Was, was it like, worse than when we went in Marble? Yeah, it was. What, man? Yeah, you, I know. you ate a fuck, fuck ton more than yeah. Marble. That was four plates plus a dessert. So Marble is a, a all-you-can-eat buffet place that it just is. opened up in Glasgow. Yeah, Queen there's Street. also an 80s villains hangout there. <laughs> yeah. It looks like, I, we must have spoken about yeah, this we talked about it last week, yeah. yeah. It absolutely just looks like the sort of place where Jean-Claude Van Damme would be kicking somebody through one of those partitions. It looks like the start of hard-boiled. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like that, that chicken burger ended me. Was that yesterday? That was yesterday, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. great. It was a big bat chicken. It was fucking huge. Yeah. It was really good. I've been thinking about it a lot today. Do I go get another big bat chicken? Maybe. Oh man! I could totally do his, that. his whole revelation of the pizza not getting used will be will come will come will come to life. Will. Oh man! See if you the big bit of chicken, just slap that between that pizza, mate. Oh, delightful! Swap the stoner. Is it good to that point of the night? Uh, oh, I do have crisps somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dark Crystal, the Jim Henson movie from the eighties. Yes, yes. Uh, he still holds up. It's pretty good. Like Never uh, seen it. the the puppetry is impressive. The story itself is pretty kind of standard for a fantasy thing like it mm. doesn't really try and kind of you know get too complicated it's like there's a prophecy it's very much the story of the chronicles of riddick 
<laughs> Look, if Dame, oh, if Dame Judi Dench is not in it as a window ghost, then I don't oh, know if I'm interested. I totally didn't so, need that in my life. Do you do you remember the story for Conan Sarudic? Uh he's well. Is it not like there, there's there's some there's a prophecy that's going to be f- fulfilled? Yeah, there's like a a big evil guy who there's a prophecy that he's going to be killed by a Furian, so he kills all the Furians so that that can't come to pass. But Riddick es- escapes and survives, and he's a Furian, and then he ends up fulfilling the prophecy. Yeah. So yeah, that's essentially the, and, the and then, chronicles of Riddick. And then the is that a prequel to Pitch Black? No, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. It is a sequel. Yeah, yeah, because Keith David David Keith Keith, Keith David. David Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in it because, like, yeah, because yeah. like he's the same character. It's not, it's like, it kind of starts off like a Bond movie, does it not? It's like Riddick's choose by an assassin, and uh, he fucking does him in tombs. He gets chased by tombs, uh, as in tombs for the X Men. No, the the bounty hunter's name is Tombs. All right. Uh, okay. But yeah, like he he's been chased by bounty hunters at several points during that movie. But Tombs is the one that keeps coming back. Like he's his main antagonist. Well, other than like the big yeah. army dude, the big necromancer. I believe that was the name of the, the bad army. Familiar, yeah. yeah. So what's you know Judy Dench is a window ghost. What is she there for? Exposition. Yeah. Does she explain <laughs> stuff like look, mate. You... She might have been the one that was responsible for the prophecy. Is she not essentially the quest giver? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then the box office receipts came in, and they were like, uh, "Plan trilogy." They're like, "Yeah." No. And then they made a f- they did make a third one. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it well, was more like a reboot. Yeah, that, yeah it felt more like a remake. It's still, a, still a third one, isn't it? Oh, that was that was fucking boring. And well, I was I mean, talking like, about Escape from Butcher's Bay, actually. Ooh, <laughs> digging deep there. Yeah, the next box game, which I believe is in canon. Yeah, it's also really fucking good. Or it was really good back in the day. Probably aged. It was just, yeah, the, the reboot was just called Riddick. Yeah. Do you know what I miss? I can never remember if I've actually watched it. It's just, it is, it's a soft reboot of Pitch Black and yeah. it's boring. I miss, when, right, Matrix Reloaded would have been 2003. No. 2002? Wait, I'm trying to think. 2005? No, it's not no. 2005. It's, Celtic were in the UEFA Cup final. I saw, I saw the Matrix sequels when I lived in I, Spain. When, it's, I, it's when, I, started, when I, I started working in the cinema, Matrix Reloaded had just came out. And I started working in the cinema six months after I dropped out of college. 2003. Which, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 2003. Like, round about that period of time. Like a lot of films started coming out that had accompanying enemies, and I totally missed that. Like and Riddick, Riddick had the Dark Fury anime. A uh, Matrix had the Animatrix. Batman Begins, or was it that was Dark Knight? No, it would have been Batman Begins. Yeah, like that one had Gotham Knight came out. Right. Like, why don't they do oh that anymore? Oh my God, Paco, we got hold of the phone. Our man in the field, Stevie Pollock, has sent us an exclusive. What? The trailer for Bad Boys for Life has dropped. And what's his thought? Was he said anything or just a He hasn't said anything. He's just dropped me the link to it. Right. Uh, okay. Do right. I watch it? No, no, <laughs> I mean, it's probably about fucking 10 minutes long. Uh, it's, man. Two, it's two minutes 40. Let's just watch yeah, that. I'll watch it after. We'll watch that afterwards. Yeah. We'll watch it on the big uh, TV or on your phone as well. And lifetime Bad Boys fan advocate, uh, what he thinks about it. Um, but yeah, like the, why? Why doesn't that happen anymore? Why don't we get the company 
the kind of side story animes anymore because they probably don't make money it's probably probably right but like, they were all good though like, Gotham Knight was excellent fucking that Dark Fury thing was alright the Animatrix I fucking love Bit, bits of Gotham Knight was alright again I think only bits of the Animatrix was good uh, I guess we've not really had any like other than the Marvel the movies Watchmen, the one for Watchmen was rubbish um, we, we've not really had any like on. huge blockbusters <clears throat> that would fit them oh, um, we had I think one of them was anim, anime or animated at least and that was when Blade Runner 2049 oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, the two of them were they were fucking great as well did you watch yeah. them yeah they were good because you had those two and then you had Batista's. the Dave Batista yeah uh, which was probably the weakest because the the animated ones were really cool. That it kind of had the lead up to them. no, the Batista I, one was actually like it it worked into the movie pretty well because like it showed that he spoilers for twenty forty nine. It's on Netflix. He and let, I'll probably just spoil it in about ten minutes anyway. Right, but yeah, like he let is it K? Is that a Gosling's name? Yeah. It? yeah, like he let him murder him basically, like kind of because that's the whole point of that kind of prequel when it's like shown just how fucking efficient he is. At, murdering folks yeah but the, the blackout one was cool because again you you get that in the like pre the pre-credit well not the pre-credit sorry you get that in like you know the opening scroll if you will they talk about the blackout and they, and they talk about that a lot during the film like all the files were lost during the blackout and I quite like the fact that we had that just to see how it came about because yeah. it was kind of cool but I, I liked that we had that but I don't feel it's necessary for watching the film. No, to no, have no. Seen it. It's just it's a nice little. It's a good accompaniment. It's a good accompaniment. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. It's a practice I think they should totally get into. A, I mean, like, I know there was talk of Tarantino doing like an animated one a for Kill Bill, yeah. Volume Three, yeah. a and like the animated part of Kill Bill One I thought was handled really well. Yeah. Got people watching anime in a fucking cinema screen in a blockbuster without even really realizing that they were doing mm-hmm. it. Like, no one ever kind of speaks out as, like, oh, they fucking hated that section or whatever. Like, it was actually handled really well. Mm. Really clever. Like, as much as I think he is a massively arrogant prick, like, that was, like, handled amazingly well. Mm. Starting off with, like, video footage of Lucy Liu, then changing to still pictures of Lucy Liu, then a still animated drawing, then going into the cartoon. It was, like, done in such a way that you just really fucking didn't think about it. I think it was because... It wasn't. It, it worked well because it wasn't jarring because the all all of the anime stuff was her as a wee girl. Yeah, it didn't like cut back and forth from like her being, um, you know, head of the crazy eight, and then that, I thought that that for me might have been a bit jarring. Hmm. Um, do you remember? Um, well, you will remember, but do you think that they should do? animated style like scat like what they did with scanner darkly like that whole horoscoping thing i mean i think it, I worked. Th- it depends on the film i think it works mm. for some films it worked well for scanner darkly yeah. just yes. because of the subject matter yeah. it, it looks really good in waking life yeah it worked well for waking life uh, i haven't seen that da vinci one no da vinci um painter guy oh uh, <laughs> van gogh the van gogh i haven't seen uh, van gogh oh, one loving vincent it's like a, every scene was done by a different artist. Yeah. That like I want to see that actually. That sounds really fucking cool. What's it called? Uh, Loving Vincent. Right. But it's, it's, really it's cool. made up entirely of like, I think it's, it's something like made up entirely of paintings. Yeah, it's a different it's art. It's a different artist yeah. doing different scenes. Like yeah. a, there's a a video game for the PS4 called Dreams. Like right now, it's you, about most like <laughs> it, it doesn't have any set kind of story. Like the the entire thing is just like. Anybody who owns it 
can create their own game in it or their own not doesn't need to be game it can just be like a drawing or some scenery or some music it's got like you know it's like really got like a, a lot of kind of robust tools to it like one of the things I I kind of so it's not anything to do with the Fleetwood Mac song I mean look I would imagine the Fleetwood Mac song is probably in there what like about against the, what, copyright what about the Coors remake or the Todd Terry remix. Probably in there as well, man. And if it's not, you can put it in there, Tommy. Fucking cars, but, uh, man. Yeah, like one, of, one of the really kind of cool things in it was uh, somebody had recreated uh, Van Gogh's Starry Night uh, inside the thing, yeah, and you could just walk around inside it. Uh, when that gets a VR update, that'll be something I'm fucking really looking forward to. Like the idea of like people recreating classic art in a way that you can actually fucking walk around and interact with is cool as fuck, man. That's can you imagine great. walking about though, and then all of a sudden is it the, the scream? I prefer my classical art to have witty repartee over it. Memes, basically, is your favorite. Classical art memes, man. They are good. So, yeah, you were still talking about the Dark Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, The design, the creature design, and that is fucking outstanding. Mm. Just all looks so good. Um, I have not watched the TV series yet. I watched the first half of the first episode before Neil came around to record the podcast um, um, ain't it lucky for the kids that I have watched all, all of that shit <clears throat> so far it hasn't grabbed me like I was saying to Neil beforehand that I think if you're going to watch that TV show don't watch the movie like I think the fresher that movie is in your head the less you will enjoy the TV show because like at least in the first half of the first episode it seems like a lot of fan service The, f- the first episode of the TV show certainly it's to kind of ease you in yeah. to back into that world um, is it all still puppets or is it like a combination of there's animation a lot, there's a lot of CG in there like, and I find certainly more in the first episode there's a lot of that because it's the world building stuff there's a lot of puppetry but it is ma- like, it's mainly puppetry all, all the <clears> characters <throat> are puppets do I think you, you might have just answered this question do you need to have seen the film to watch. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Go into this TV I, I, th- I think this? you can. I think you can go into the TV show in the first episode because, as Paco says, it's kind of fan servicey, but also it's it, it, it has it, it, see the, it dishes it dishes out the lore. See the the way that the Lord of the Rings starts with Kate Blanchett talking over like just panning shots of the world. It's pronounced Carte Blanche. Carte Blanche. <laughs> uh, that's how. Dark is she Crystal... a good actress or is she just tall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I take it that's a reference from something bad. Yeah, but I can never it's remember. The giant ball guys, is it not? They say that. I don't I'm know. Sure, I'm sure Alan Kerr Alan mentioned that one time. He says, Is it she's a good actress or is she just really tall? And I think it's the giant ball guys have said that about If anybody, it sounds like a, a, a Dan Riker yeah. thing. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's got that thing. Like she explains the situation of the the world to you, yeah. and because it's a prequel, it's not like the events that happen in the movie. Like yeah, the yeah, one, they're not the one. Right, the one takeaway from it that I will say is maybe good for watching the movie uh, before watching the TV show is that, like it fills the TV show with an overwhelming kind of sense of dread because you know that almost every character that you see in the TV show is going to die, like wow. a. Okay, because that's like the Dark Crystal starts with like that race the, being fucking murdered, like it's genocide happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't really know the time frame between the two yeah. films. But like that—that that is like a like I, I'm trying to think of like there's something else that's had a, a similar kind of effect like that, where it's like you you kind of know the outcome 
of like the character arts and it kind of adds like a total kind of somber tone to all the Rogue One yeah 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 Rogue One or even like Halo Reach do you know what like <laughs> the, the start of The Last of Us like yeah. when, that, when that starts off and you see that girl like Joel's daughter mm. and you're like she's not in yeah. any of the fucking adverts and stuff man and like everything that happens after that you're kind of like this is not yeah. going to end well for her um, but yeah like that I like that kind of vibe that kind of just knowing that everyone's doomed yeah well the, the first episode is it's world building uh, I think you can walk into it without having seen the film um, it lets you get to know the characters the different races of the Gelfling uh, it kind of lets you kind of give you that gives you that taste of how the Gelflings are all racist towards each other hmm. um, so there is kind of unrest even just amongst them uh, gives you the lets you know that the Skeksis are cunts Aye. Um, and I, I would say that the first episode is the weakest of all the episodes because from there on in it just keeps it, escalating yeah, it becomes and, more of a thing getting, like... gets its own, becomes its own thing um, you get a lot more kind of depth to the characters then um, and it gets brutal there's some really dark shit happens in that also like I, again we've spoken about video games a fair bit in this episode like more so than I think we usually do but like the structure of this TV show seems more, much more like they're intending for this to become a game franchise or something as well like there's like well there is a game there's a tactics game that's coming out for, yeah. right um, I did not know that before making that sentence, but honestly, watching the TV show, yeah, like, there, there, like a lot of vibes are like they're they're planning making this a game franchise. There, there is a tactics game. Um, it it leaves it ends kind of open ended because of it sits kind of in the middle of the timeline. Apparently, um, some of the performances are really good. Like Mark Hamill as this Gexy scientist <laughs> is, it's kind of close to his version of the Joker. Mm. Which is always the best version of the Joker. Fight me. I don't think you're going to get right, any. That's fine. Don't. At, well, no, at me. Let's get this going. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not suggesting that Heath Ledger's a bad Joker, do you? No, I'm not suggesting that Heath Ledger's a bad Joker. I'm just saying Mark Hamill's a better Barely. Joker. Mark Hamill was the one that done the voices for Arkham Asylum in that one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He did Arkham Asylum and. The uh, Batman, Ar- the animated series. Arkham City. And I think that and, was... No, he did Origins as well, and... He did the three rock stars. He didn't do Origins. He it was Troy Origins, Baker. Sorry. Did Rockstar. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Origins. That's right. Really? Yeah. Which... Now, what you could argue, Neil, is that he had various seasons of the animated series to, you know have that in your life he the, one film. the Joker is the villain in the second episode of Batman the animated series and he has it there he is that character there I still I mean don't get me I'm not saying you're wrong um, I, I love Hamill as the Joker like the Joker in the animated series is fucking amazing like he is absolutely the voice of the Joker the same way that Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman yeah. Um. so yeah um Batman animated series makes every other Batman product look shite. Okay. It's yeah. by far the best moving picture version of Batman. Does Batman it? Beyond count in that? Uh, no, because it has its own thing. But Batman Beyond is also very good. Mm-hmm. It's a very good sister show. 
I don't, I don't know if I've seen the show, but I, the the Return of the Joker is a really good Batman yeah. uh, film, and that occurs in that world. But yeah, like I'll watch more of Dark Crystal. Stick, like, stick right, right now, it's not grabbing me as much no, as I hope. Stick, stick with it because I, like, I put on the first episode, and the thing the first episode is like a double length one, uh, and I watched forty minutes of it and turned it off, and then went back to it. Yeah, and get kind of hooked into it after watching the second episode, knowing that a uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is now on Netflix. Those like I'll probably watch that. Yeah, more, I watched yeah. that on Saturday night and. That film is still fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But like that in Dunkirk recently, like a, I, I feel have kind of raised the bar for cinematography like yeah. a fucking great deal. Did you see Dunkirk in the IMAX? IMAX. Yeah. yeah, saw them both in IMAX, which may have That's had right, something yeah. to do with it. But uh, there for that. just th- both those movies are fucking absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I kind of hope that Ad Astra gets an IMAX. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite like, fancy seeing that in a bigger screen for a film that's like. Uh, with Brad Pitt and uh, well, Tom Lee Jones, I guess, and it doesn't feel like it's been talked about enough. It's like it, we know it's out. There, there are certain posters and that about it, but it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's getting. It doesn't the attention it deserves. Other than maybe Brad Pitt being in it, it doesn't really feel like it would have popular appeal. I guess. Well, it's like a, this is a sci-fi thing, yeah, right? Yeah, but it looks too kind of hard sci-fi for yeah, the cash. Yeah, the casual friends. Yeah, going by the trailer, it's Brad Pitt's uh, dad was worked for NASA, and he went missing during a space mission, and then it, like Brad Pitt is going to go and try and find him. Right. Um, and it looks, I think it looks great. Um, that's when when I watched the trailer, I was like, wow, this, nobody's really talking about this. It might be because Brad Pitt's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and what? that's where folks. When is that? Not far. Next week, maybe. It's not far. I don't think. I think that is also when I'm in Mexico. Yeah. Oh. Okay. How, how, how many times have you seen 2049 now? Uh, let's see, I saw it in the IMAX we use. I saw it again just in normal Cineworld. I bought it on Blu-ray and watched it. And then I watched it on Saturday. So, yeah. Right. Uh, I've seen it five times in the cinema. I think I've only watched it once. But like I've watched clips on YouTube of the bits that like stuck out to me. Mm. Like I, I'm looking forward to watching it again. Like I've had that HDR 4K telly for a long time, and like I've noticed the difference between that and 1080p a handful yeah. of times. Mm. But like, yeah, See, if I, anything is gonna stand out in the, like, I would yeah, imagine Blade Runner yeah. 2049 is gonna be. Uh, Blade Runner was one I noticed it the most on. <laughs> um, but also, I watched the first couple of episodes of Dark Crystal on just the PS4, like normal one, uh, and then I can watch Netflix through my my telly, which is 4K HDR, and the difference of watching it through the telly and instead of it going through the PS4 first. Have you upgraded what, to to a pro? A uh, no, to 4K on Netflix. Well, I've had that for a while. Right. Yeah. Should uh, make a difference then. Like, surely, like the Netflix app on the PS4 should. So well, no, because base PS4 won't output. Oh 4K. right. Actually, now that you mention it, like HDR pops up on the screen when I boot up Netflix on my PS4, but I don't, I don't know if I'm getting a 4K signal that way either. I, maybe I should start using the Netflix app just on the TV itself. Yeah, yeah, I would say if you've got that, do it because your TV will instantly go to it. Yeah. Although you would notice, let's like, see when you're on, see when you're on Netflix on your PS4. 
uh, when you open up something you're about to watch and it gives you like the year it came out, the running time. It, says, it would yeah, normally yeah. say like either Ultra HD, uh, Four, HDR, yeah. 4K. So, like, so if I'm not getting a 4K signal through the PlayStation, that wouldn't come up there? Yeah, because it doesn't come up on like my PS4, but it comes up when it's on the telly. Right. This is what you're saying. I think it does. Okay, hot news from uh, Stevie Pollock, Man in the Street, uh, regarding the Bad Boys for Life trailer. They appear to have got the tone right. There's a few Michael Bay rip-off shots, which I have zero problem with. Marcus Burnett is quite fat now. All in all, it generally looks like what you'd want. Fucking roll on January. There you go. There you go. That's just in. Die. Um, have you got anything else to talk about? Other than what, what did you watch, Tommy? Oh, um, I watched... Um, I, did I talk about Fahrenheit 11.9? Uh, oh, you talked to me about it and it depressed yeah. me. I don't. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. Pretty much. I mean, if you want to watch a Michael Moore documentary about the shit state of the world that it's in, why did you want to watch that? Because I was just I was in the mood for a documentary, and um, any of Michael Moore's other stuff I've kind of enjoyed. Um, so I just stuck that on, and it was just fucking depressing. Yeah. And then I was further annoyed because. Uh, when music my pie came to get my uh, packages they wouldn't take them and then I had to bundle them all into one and then uh, carry a heavy fucking box over at the petrol station that was annoying and whatever but Fahrenheit 11 9 was um, it's basically the shit show that Trump and America's in just now and it's really really fucking difficult to watch but yeah I watched that alright hold on a second man I was getting confused you were thinking I was saying 9-11 weren't you this, I didn't realise it was a separate documentary yeah right that's on Netflix as well. You should not watch that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't. Not that you don't care. It's just that you'll just you'll know what to leave the house. I care too much, Tommy. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched that. That was it was well made, but it was just horrible to watch. A lot of stuff that I crazy had... crazy. That it took them like eighteen years to get the date right. <laughs> um, I there was a lot in there <laughs> that, uh, that I didn't realize. To the extent, sorry, I didn't. To the extent of what things were going on, I didn't realize how bad it was with certain efforts, like in Flint and uh, Flint, Michigan, and the water crisis, and right. just it's all a fucking absolute shit show. Yeah, but that's there's, a, there's a ten part documentary on Netflix called Flint Town. Yes, again, I mean, like quite heavy it, it's quite easy to blame Trump for a lot of things, but that Flint situation was it on the go before. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, it's it was, going for years. Yeah, yeah, it was because of the the mayor that got elected. But yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about it is. It, it kind of it does focus on a lot of the Trump stuff but it's more just it talks about just the era we're in as well because they talk about how Obama ain't that great because yeah. he was president when that was going on in Flint and rather than do anything he kind of made a mockery of it Obama let's not yeah, yeah okay I'm not let's not. so it was um, it was interesting but you just watch it at your own if you're already fucked off of the world I wouldn't watch it um, <clears throat> I watched that and then uh, I noticed that Mars Attacks had been added on Netflix and I haven't seen that in ages I, I don't think I've seen it as an adult um, and I stuck on it's the Tim Burton uh, it's hard to pigeonhole this is it's kind of a comedy it's drama ba- it's, ba- it's based on trading cards yeah but the film itself is like it's an all star cast there's like Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Natalie Portman Jack Black, uh, Joe Don Baker, uh, Martin Short, Michael J. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, Pierce Boston. There's loads of is people it, in it. Does it like 
rely heavily on pop culture references. No, no, no. not really. Because no. it's a weird film in the sense that it's clearly set in the present day, but it has a very 1950s aesthetic yeah. to it. Yeah, like the, the flying saucers, the aliens. But this, but, it, and it's a Tim Burton movie, so it, everything it was all quirky. It, and... it wasn't like a precursor to like the scary movies. And no, the, no, no. Movie it's, not, it's, not, no. It's, not, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a spoof. Yeah, sorry. It's like yeah, it's it's not a spoof. It's uh, again, it's it's a really weird film because it's kind of funny. It's dramatic. It's it's just it's a really really weird little film, but it's really entertaining. Um, and I'm not really when it came out it, it made fuck all and I'm not really surprised because you don't really know what audience it's for um, but as I, well, in watching, I, I saw that in the cinema I was that audience I rented it on video way back in the day and I remember was like didn't know how I felt after it I think I watched it in school like I think it was somehow like, it was like, like the last day of school yeah. and put a video on there mind that um, yeah well, I watched videos. that yeah <laughs> Uh, I watched that, and then that put me in the mood for more Tim Burton, and I watched uh, Ed Wood, which I thoroughly enjoy. It's a great film. Yeah. I remember thinking that boring. I, I, I could understand you. why you wouldn't like it. Yeah. But again, I think it was because, like Neil was, well, like we're both saying, uh, Mars Attacks has that kind of 1950s, 60s sci-fi kind of aesthetic with a lot of the costume, sorry, a lot of the production design. And Edward is like a, a loose biopic about uh, Ed, Edward, Edward D. Wood Jr., who directed Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, I, I think a lot of a lot of that film, certainly for me, hinges on the time when I first saw it. Was when I was kind of first, kind of getting solidly into kind of film, mm-hmm. and the kind of the more cult stuff was mm-hmm. certainly what I was more leaning towards. So <clears throat> I was interested by this Edward guy. And what yeah, was the kind I mean, of story behind it? Yeah, I, d- I remember I remember when I I bought like the DVD and all I knew is that Johnny Depp was in it and Tim Burton made it and it was about a, a film director. So I was immediately I was like, I want to see what this is. Um and again the film is produced really well because again it's set in the fifties and sixties and it's almost produced like it's almost like an episode of a TV show and it has all these kind of horror and 50s, 60s aesthetics about mm. it. Uh, and uh, Martin Landau is really good in it as Bela Lugosi. Johnny Depp's really good. See, I was going to say, like, is he in it? Like, uh, but then I was thinking, <clears throat> was it getting mixed up with, like, is it Shadow of the Vampire or something like that? It's like a that's, fucking... Nah, that's that's, 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 uh, that's uh, Willem Dafoe, is yeah, it not? and that's a, that's a film about the making of Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah. yeah, but I, I but, wasn't, I wasn't but, sure but I was getting mixed up. the vampire real... Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. the twist. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that, that's a good film. I've seen that. No, no. Yeah, Shadow of Vampire. Yeah, movie. Um, but yeah. So Edward again talks about like he's known as like the worst director ever, and he made all these kind of sci-fi B movies. He used his friends. He he only did one take. The film I say is a loose biopic because there's a lot of like Edward's life that they don't kind of lean in towards. But Tim Burton kind of mentioned that the way he made the film is he kind of made it as if it was through Edward's eyes, in terms of like. Um, it was about being enthusiastic for wanting to make art and things like that. Uh, and as I said, it's got this kind of... Danny Elfman does a soundtrack. It's really good. Um, and it kind of deals with a lot of old Hollywood, which, again, I really enjoy. Uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofario is in it as Orson Welles. And he, he's really good. He's only in it for like a scene, but he's great. Um, but yeah, uh, Bill Murray is... Again, Bill Murray's really funny in it. <clears throat> so all in all, I really enjoyed that. And again, I was like, okay... 
I'm kind of in the mood for more Tim Burton. So I was like, what have I not seen his in ages? So I stuck on Sleepy Hall, uh, which again, I really enjoyed. I had Christopher Walken in it. He's yes, a headless he's horseman. Yep. Right. He's in it. Christopher Lee's in it. Um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Casper Van Dien's in it. That's <laughs> right. So leader of uh, the Roughnecks. No, in still the Rico's Roughnecks. No, that's all right. Okay, right, right. Yeah. The leader. Well, he becomes the leader. Right, is he? it the main guy? Yeah. Yeah, right. Rico, yeah. Um, Who was it? Was it Ironside? Was that Michael fucking, Ironside. Uh, he yeah. was like the, the sergeant. Yeah. yeah. Until he dies or they find someone better. That's yeah. right. And Clancy Brown's the... He's the... He was the Joe Sergeant. Joe he was Sergeant. the he was the R. Lee Emery of a. That's it. I, yeah, the movie. And then he he becomes the hero because he ends up. Uh, does he not? Oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. It, he catches the fucking the brain, brain bug. <clears throat> still yeah. boggles my mind. Holy shit, man! That movie's great. Sasha Jones is great. Yeah, yeah. It still boggles my mind though that Mister Krabs is Clancy Brown. <laughs> okay. Um. Right now he's Lieutenant Anderson to me. Um, is that Detroit? Detroit, yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. Do you know? What? <clears throat> I've been trying to watch in Highlander again. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've watched Highlander. Those movies are bad. Oh yeah, they are. But the first one's fucking really uh, good. It's trash, but it's, it's trash. Yeah, but it's um, good trash. But yeah, it's Red Dragon trash. No, don't do you mean, man? Yeah, Highlander is in no way in the fucking same tier as Red Dragon. Highlander is better than Red Dragon. Get to wow. fuck. I'll be, it, I'll, be uh, I'll be putting that poll on Facebook. Uh, Highlander's well better than fucking Red Dragon. <sighs> Highlander is a everybody legit kno- bad movie. Everybody knows that fucking Manhunter is where Red Dragon uh, is at. <sighs> Brian Cox is pretty fucking terrible in Manhunter. He's not. Yeah. He also, is. Lecter's not the fucking main character. So, so it's better off having Brian Cox rather than fucking forty million year old. D- digitally de-aged Anthony Hopkins chewing scenery. Is he digitally de-aged? Or yeah, I don't think he is. They just tied his hair back. Yeah, they just tied his hair Yeah, because what's funny about Red Dragon is it's a prequel of Silence Labs, but he's clearly fatter yeah. and older. I mean, people can lose weight, Tom. They can, but he's and clearly it, older than And it, he plays the character in such a kind of over-the-top pantomime way. Even it, if, you go it, back, if you go back and watch even Silence of the Lambs, he is it's very, not, It's very not as pantomime, no. Um, I will be putting this uh, on the old... Red TV. Dragon is leaps and bounds better than whatever I forgot with Highlander. the fucking Highlander. Yeah, fuck that noise. Highlander's it's terrible. so wrong. There's no so such wrong. thing as a good Highlander movie. Um, <laughs> uh, I, like, don't get me wrong, Clancy Brown to me is probably... like Right now he's Lieutenant Anderson because I've been playing Detroit. But, I mean... He'll always be like the Kurgan, Starship Troopers, and Justin Crow from uh, Carnival. Carnival, yeah. Um, yeah, but <clears throat> what are we doing? How are we talking about that? Oh yeah, um, Tim Burton movie. Yes, Tim Burton, yeah. uh, Sleepy Hollow <clears throat> for a f- I think it's a fifteen. It's pretty fucking violent and like fucking. Kids, get, yeah, but kids know, like, get killed and everything violent in a way that's now terrible CG because it has no like see a lot of the time when the heads are getting lopped off it looks great it looks fantastic I um, mean, we, we had this conversation after watching the Terminator though where you were surprised that Terminator 1 is now a 15 when it was originally an 18 yeah that's true but my argument against that was okay part of it was because he's a robot he's not a real guy so it's not as violent but more so that the, the the practical effects weren't at a point weren't at a point where it looked real anymore. Mm. Is 
yeah. I would imagine like Sleepy Hollow the... kind of has that same. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember like watching Sleepy Hollow and being entertained by it for what it was. Yeah, I remember it being alright. But I just this time round, I, just, I, I was like, "Fuck, this is quite violent." Um, and again, I think it was. I was just What's the, the premise for Sleepy Hollow? Is like he is he there to debunk? <laughs> The well, idea that it's a supernatural yeah, it, thing. Well, is it CSI Salem? <laughs> it is for a wee bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ichabod Crane is sent to this to investigate these uh, murders, and it's kind of it kind of plays out. Well, it's kind of like a Sherlock Holmes story where, well, rather than it's not about the supernatural, this is very much about the supernatural. Yeah, but like that, but there's he, a, there's a he's fa- there to try and disprove it, though, right? He, he's yeah, he's trying he's trying to science it. Yeah, yeah, and then he does science it, but then he sees it for himself, and then it's about the conspiracy of greed. Uh, yeah, featuring uh, Christopher Walken with sharp teeth and yelling a lot. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very entertaining. Did that lead you on to a different Tim Burton movie? Or no, I fell asleep. But don't know if the night is young. I'm not going to watch Planet of the Apes though. Fuck that. I believe Dumbo went on it now. TV. I'm not watching Dumbo either. Big no fish. Fucking interest. Nah. I, I should probably watch the end of Dumbo just to see how it goes. I if was, you hated it that much, man. I'm no, not, well, see, that was the problem. I didn't hate it. I was just so bored. I've already rewatched Beetlejuice. Um, I don't know, maybe Corpse Bride or something. Corpse Bride's good. Did he direct it, or was it one of those things where he produced it, but folks... Well, in the same way of The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know. I I think it's the same as Nightmare Before Christmas. It's it's, it's an enjoyable film, I enjoyed it. Hmm. But I don't know, I'll I'll wait and see. I'll cruise the old... Again... What about Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Nah. I'm not in a real interest in watching it. Ever I have thought about uh, watching that again, because... Like, I remember asking you what's your favourite um, Tim Burton movie. And for a while, if it wasn't Beetlejuice for me, it was Edward Scissorhands. I thought it was a really interesting and unique little story. Um, I wonder how it holds up. Uh, I th- imagine that probably holds up all right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's set in a kind of dreamlike, almost 1950s style. Was Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure any good? I like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He goes looking for his bike. Yeah, well, it's a MacGuffin. Like, that actor, I cannot fucking stand. Oh, right, okay, you wouldn't like it then. In the, yeah, in the, in the same way that I dislike Ron Atkinson. Right, when he's okay, Mr. You, Bean. Yeah, you will not like it then. Yeah. When he's Mr. Bean. Yeah. Alright. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is a wee bit weird. can't fucking watch that. Well, man. Like, Black I, Adder's fine. I don't like Mr. Bean. I think yeah. Mr. Bean's terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the TV show, I, I really enjoy some of that. <laughs> uh, I don't really like that style of comedy, but, but Pee-wee Perman. In terms of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, there's that kind of there's a kind of weird kind of seediness to it, uh, and like there's kind of horror elements to what happens to him on the journey, right. and things like that. But, like, but it's, I, I think but the it, type of it, person it, that I'll just get annoyed yeah, by him. To the it, point it's where... it's weirdly wholesome, but also kind of sinister because it's weirdly wholesome. Was it on the basis of that he got to make Beetlejuice? Yeah, and I then think, yeah. Of the success of that is like. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what um, a role! Like that's like a, a string of films that just went from strength to strength for him, for, like yeah. in terms of his career, wasn't it? Yeah, I think like after why, after the, Batman, like, what, were you going to tell him no? I, like, well, yeah, like again, I think it was after like Batman Returns. It's just like things. Is Edward Scissorhands after Batman Returns? I think so, but 
then it's like I want to make this film called Mars Attacks and it's like well you could make money mate there you go because mm. again that is a fu- that's a gamble of a film then they reined him back in yeah they did <laughs> so was there ever any talk of getting him to do a third Batman movie or was it no he was going to do Superman Lives with Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. right or was that the Nicolas Cage effort yeah, yeah. I actually strangely after I'd watched uh, Sleepy Hollow I watched that bit of uh, An Evening with Kevin Smith because I, I want to remember the story he talks about when he was pitching his script for Superman Lives to um, the producer probably Joel Silver probably John, no it was John Peters yeah. and then uh, also it led me on to the, the mini feud that he had with Tim Burton uh, about the end of Planet of the Apes and how Kevin Smith had jokingly said that oh he ripped me off and his pal at the New York Times posted it and then Tim Burton went fucking ape shit saying you know, how fucking dare you I would never read a comic and especially one that Kevin Smith did and he's like yeah and that explains what Batman was <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so, so I was like the Tim Burton representation of Batman is possibly it's the, it's the least Batman yeah. Batman film yeah, it has not aged the first one or even the second one they have not aged well Ah, yeah, I try. I remember trying to watch Batman Returns, which I used to think was the best of those. Four. There's still better movies than the fucking the two that came after it, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. but it's it's kind of hard to watch at times just because yeah. it's so of its time. The, yeah, like, I remember going to watch was it Batman Forever then Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. Batman Forever is the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, I went went to watch that when my mate David and his mum uh, in the Odeon in Hamilton and. When what, what year was that? Ninety five. So I would have been like twelve, which now that I've got that age pinned down, I'm more of a fucking idiot because I should have known better by that point. But like for I, some I reason, I was fifteen when I saw that at the UGC in Clydebank. I was running down the up escalator <laughs> uh, in the fucking mall place that we're oh, in, dick. and I fucking <laughs> fell and cut my knee open all over the place. As a twelve-year-old, I should have fucking known better. Like in my mind, I was an actual child. But um, I like Tim Burton's Batman was like the reason I fell in love with like the, the whole Bat- Batman, Batman thing. in general Batman and, anime and, then, and then you read the Batman comic and going what the fuck is this no I mean <laughs> I, I hadn't really read any of the comics at that point the Batman animated series I fucking loved as well I thought it was such a different cartoon to be on on a Saturday morning it was so dark it's, a, it's the truest representation of what Batman should be loved Batman Returns when it came out I remember like Jim I, Carrey I with comics obviously Jim Carrey was like at the height of his powers and I was like oh, I'll watch anything he's in and always in a Batman film and Batman Forever has a I have a soft spot for it but it is shite, shite and yeah. Batman Robin I mean if they hadn't jumped the shark they fucking left the planet with that effort man um, what was a uh, terrible fucking horrible effort what was the movie. first movie you ever watched in the cinema I think if I can remember Disney's The Black Cauldron uh, oh, well. Jumanji I think no not Jumanji uh, the Flintstones movie which I still enjoy that seems more recent than I would have expected for yourself well I'm a bit younger than you <sighs> plus I lived in the fucking sticks yeah it wasn't as a cinema trip was once in a blue moon mine's was either an animated movie called Freddy as FRO7 oh, yeah, which was like yeah. a frog version frog of James Bond agent, yeah. uh, or it was Wayne's World 2 it was one of the two of them I think Flintstones would have been 1994 Tommy yeah that sounds about right you didn't go to the cinema until you were like 
what, 10? Oh, no, tell he, I, He's for the third world. No, I'll tell you, the first movie I think I ever seen... No, he had... Oh, wait, was, was this 93, 94? I think the first film was either The Flintstones or... Because I remember, I remember specifically going to see this was Jurassic Park. I think I was 93. Was that 93 as well, wasn't it? I think so. Freddy as FRO7 was 1992. Um, yeah. And the reason we went and seen Jurassic Park... When was Wayne's World 2? 93. Jurassic Park was 93. Yeah, so it must have been Jurassic Park. Oh, what, a first, what a first movie to Blade see. Wayne's World 2? Yeah. 93. Mm. Uh, Jurassic Park was because, again, back in the day, um, there was a pirate video of it going about doing the rounds. We got it. It didn't work. And then my mum's like, right, jump the car. We're going to go watch it. And we had to wait about two and a half, maybe three hours in a queue because... It was at the La Scala in cinema, which was only a two-screen cinema. And it was the best fucking way ever because the film was magnificent. <laughs> I will still I still remember shitting myself that bit where you think Lexi's going to get her uh, leg bitten off by a raptor. Yeah. I don't, like, I, I don't remember the first time I saw Jurassic Park. Like, it's one of those movies that I've just seen so many times. I saw, like, it, I saw it when it came out. Yeah. Specifically, because I remember there was, like, it wasn't just, oh, it was a random trip. It was... We were watching it on a pirate video and it fucked and they're like, right, come on, we're going to watch it. The Flintstones one, I think, was like a trip away with like the summer play scheme, which my mum, Manny and all that uh, were involved in. And that was our trip as we went to see the Flintstones. I went and seen the I went and seen Jumanji and that was the first film I seen with my granda, which again was fucking excellent. Jumanji was 1995. My sister used to work in a factory, like a kind of sewing factory. Mm. And a like, I was obviously too young to really appreciate what she was doing, man, but she worked the entire fucking week. And then when it came to weekends, she spent her wages on myself and my brother, like uh, taking us to the cinema and buying his ice cream and stuff like that, man. Like, man, he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Like, um, I remember, like, she spent, I remember her mentioning that she spent like 150 quid yeah. on a, one of the kind of days. That time we went to watch Wayne's World 2. And then we, like, we all enjoyed it that much that we, she took us back to see it again the next week. Try to imagine man not enjoying any films. Yeah. <laughs> and just to age myself, The Black Cauldron was 1985. Fucking hell. The year of my fucking life. I was five, still in five years old. I was still in Spain at that point. Yeah. I was maybe there. I, just, I was a newborn. Um, but yeah, uh, what else? How old do you feel now, Neil? Granddad. <laughs> um, I also remember like the... The, I have the, experience. Yeah, the last film I seen in the the La Scala was the Sixth Man. Sorry, the Sixth Day. The, the Arnie clone oh, one. Oh, that's yeah. bullshit. That film. It, it wasn't. I I remember at the time feeling really sad because it was like I kind of enjoyed it, but it was me, and my mate Gordon, and there was some other random in the place, and it was just like this is a sad state of affairs that it's going it's going out like this. Is Eraser or Collateral Damage? the true dipping point in Schwarzenegger's career. I would, I would, this <clears throat> might be like an unpopular opinion, but I would say it was either fucking Kindergarten Cop or Jingle All The Way that really did that. Uh, like as soon as he started doing kids films, I that still, was like I when it was the fucking... But like that was the start Jingle, of his downfall Jingle, though, man. Right. Like Jingle All The Way, like by that point he was already fucking well, I'm done. Trying, well, yeah, I mean, I'm trying yeah. to... Okay. Try and position where that is in the... Was it like, like 90, that did, might have been like 94 did Kindergarten Cop did he make any good movies after that like any truly good movies or were they all just kind of dog shit like no. when like because Twins and Junior like a like they were Do all you mean like 
like after then or recently because Maggie's a good movie. I mean, Maggie yeah, is a good film. Like yeah. I would say that now he's kind of clawed it back a bit, a little bit. I mean, like this is it dark? Film. Is it dark? Right, okay. Twins is 1988, came out the same year as Red Heat. Mm. He then in 1990 made Total Recall and also Kindergarten Cop. He then made Terminator 2 Judgment Day in 91. Last Action Hero was 93. That True. that was the last one. True Lies is 94. Right, okay. Fair enough. Junior is 94. Eraser is 96. Nice. Jingle All the Way is 96. So 94. Batman man, and that, Robin. That when he... Oh, and then you get a slight upturn with End of Days in 99. Yeah, Which days still are. wasn't great, man. It's like not great, junior, but it's Junior better. there is the tipping point. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you Junior in 94 as But End of Days is, is amongst... Is all right amongst... Yeah, shit. because that's surrounded <laughs> by Batman, Robin, Sixth Day, Collateral Damage, Terminator 3. And then he went on to become the governor. Yeah. And that was... That and then he came back with like you know expendables etc. But Maggie is a decent. Maggie's alright. I thought Last Stand was okay. okay it's, it's fine. It is what it is. It's fine. It's garbage, but it's fine. What the fuck did you guys go watch? <laughs> Tales yeah. to tell. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Uh, which, which is, I is that the only I thing mean, you're watching the cinema this week? Yeah. yeah. Right. I meant to ask you the question: Was that a twelve A or a fifteen? Shit, man, I don't know actually. Because uh, I'm gonna say if I, if, 12A. If it, yeah, if I I'm was told to that was a 12A, I would totally believe it. I'm trying to think, like, did we see any? No, we didn't really. So, what, what is it? Fuck, it's a 15. Okay. So, what, what is it? Give us a synopsis. Are you going to <laughs> Oh, man, I'll get this one. Short right, okay. Short uh, I can't remember who wrote the books, but it's based on a book from the 70s called Scary Stories Tell in the Dark which was a kind of short horror stories with kind of really dark kind of uh, kind of drawings to kind of go along with them. So what this is, set in 1968, it's about uh, a group of kids who are kind of the local kind of nerds. Um, they go to what is a, a supposed haunted house. They find this secret room that this... Uh, um, girl had been locked up in by her family who then killed herself but was also supposedly the killer of children um, they find this book which was the stories that she'd wrote um, Hocus Pocus happens She kid takes the book goes to escapes murder yeah so it's like for every kid in it their fate is decided by a, a different story it's final tells. destination right yeah, it's yeah. I I kind of equi- I was like, it's like a horror version of Stranger Things with a bit of the ring in there as well. But it's got I, no. I can see where you're getting the ring from, but the thing that you're thinking is the Samara is actually from the book. It's not the thing I'm thinking of. This is Samara. It's more the idea that it was a kid who was mistreated, but rather than a videotape, it's a book that's deciding these people's fate. Alright, okay, I, I'll take that back. I just never totally equated to that. I just thought it was a really... But the bloated it was, like, it was thing, a usual horror trope. Yeah, so the, the bloated Samara thing, I totally know what you mean. You, you both seem pretty fucking meh about it. It's, he, he was more in, in yeah. than I was. It's fine, it's a... Look, the cast are solid enough. There's one kid who's I found okay. to be really annoying, yeah. and he's like the comic relief kid. So as you would expect him to be a bit annoying. Yeah. And the comic uh, relief is when he dies. Spoilers. 
Um, I just thought, do you know what it was like? It was like, see if you were like 14 years old and you thought, I'm going to give this fucking horror business a try. This would be the film that you could probably get into in a cinema. It's, it's a horror for young adults. Yeah, it's it's very much a young adults it's horror like a dark film. Version of Goosebumps. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's like that stepping stone between Goosebumps and actual horror, actual horror movie, and like probably Bloomhouse. Do you guys really have much to say about it? No, 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 really. It kind of just wrote, it rattled on that. Because I mean, it's kind I, of film of the week. Just by yeah, I, yeah I I will say I wasn't bored. Um, I didn't hate put that it. in the fucking back of the box. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't bored. I found some of it visually very entertaining, but it was yeah, like the 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 look of it's pretty good in places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's solidly direct direction solid enough. Uh, the script's a bit lame. Yeah. There's a real, there's really weird kind of. Well, I found it really weird that the film's set in 1968, so it's like the backdrop of Nixon being elected, which but, they, which they keep going back, back to, to, as if it's uh, the same and the world shit. Yeah, the, now as well. And the, the, there's there's kind of odd things where it's like, oh, they're trying to make these statements about the world today in terms of like politics and things like that. Which don't really, there's no really need for it in terms of the story, and it doesn't have any kind of, doesn't bring any agency to anything that happens. Yeah, even the but boy they keep, but they keep going back to it. Yeah, like, it's weird. Yeah, even the boy that's a draft dodger, it's like there's the the the, the fact that um, his his ethnicity plays into it, and that's even a like. He, uh, yeah, he's Hispanic, so it's kind there's of, there's the kind of the racism the and things like that. How that. the policeman. Yeah, immediately and, goes. Oh, you must be the guy who's done this stuff. Yeah, um, so then that kind of mirrors some of the shit that's yeah. been happening nowadays as well. But I, there's no real need for it. Either. There's also a thing at the end of that film with that guy, which I won't spoil here because it's pointless. Who's in it? Hank from Breaking Bad. Bad is somebody's right. dad. Yeah, uh, I recognise uh, the guy I, who was a policeman. Right. I just kind of think I think I think he might have been Sliver. Oh wow! Not. Nathan Fillion? Yeah, in the world. No, he's he's like Asda Price, Nathan Fillion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gollum's in it, but he's on steroids. <laughs> one of the creatures. In... One of the creatures looks like that. All right, but it's not in the circus. No, no. it's not. Right. No. <laughs> it just looks like Gollum, but if Gollum was on the road. Yeah. It's just uh, every, all the stuff that happens is. is gr- like... Granted, it's based on a book from the seventies. It's it follows so many tropes. And do, and does them ably enough, mm. but not enough to excite you in any way. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But <clears> it is done like an anthology sort of thing. Like no, it's not. it's not. See, I thought it would be an anthology, uh, but the way that they've done it is the stories are part of the narrative. Does this feel like, like the book writes itself? Right. When it's going to kill somebody. How far removed from like Tales of the Crypt is this? It's quite far removed from Tales of the Crypt because Tales of the Crypt is is a guy at the start going, watch my spooky television show. And then the actual kind of. It's all a single narrative. Yeah, but like, is the content of this movie similar in tone to Tales of the Crypt? No, Tales of the Crypt. Tales of the Crypt's got a lot more kind of schlockiness to it. This is. Like they're trying to be serious. This is Diet Bloomhouse. Right. Yeah. I mean, which in itself is already kind of shitty. So that would be what? 
platinum dunes. <laughs> uh, I don't know platinum dunes. No platinum dunes. I don't even know if they still exist. They're just I don't know. they're just the king of horror remakes. Well, they were, but now Bloomhouse is. They were farting stuff out constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know how the Jason Voorhees movie. Let's shake that out. Yeah. Well, they don't. Fascinating. They don't shout out Jason Voorhees movies anymore. That's a problem. Is there any good films in next week? Uh, it chapter two. That's which will which will no I doubt. I said, are there any good movies yeah, in next week? That'll be the most highly anticipated two and a half star movie you'll ever see. Uh, I will look just now. Uh, yeah, um, I think there might be something. I thought that Brad Pitt astronaut movie would be out, but. I considered going to watch Angel is Fallen today, man, but just... You should go watch Crawl. Yeah. I think you'll really enjoy Crawl. Uh, according to this, it's just it, chapter two. Yeah, to be fair, being the, being the well, sequel, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, to the most successful horror movie ever made, nobody's going to go against it. How, how long is it before we start getting good films again? How many? Whoa. How many weeks? Depends what you mean by good, I guess. Um, but no, it should be a few weeks. I mean, again, Neil wouldn't agree, but uh, I... Well, Ad Astra's the 18th. Well, it may not be movies, but like, isn't the Disney screen service thing happening pretty soon? Yeah, not in Britain. Right. Mm. What about on the illegals? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you, you know, if you get a VPN, you could probably get it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's... Next week's disappointing show for you there, guys. Like, hey, yeah. um, pretty much done jo- for the Joker, right? Joker is the fourth. Ah. Right. Um, so a month from now is the next time a decent-ish film comes well, out. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there will be other stuff that Tommy and I will think is probably decent and okay. you'll you'll have never heard of, so you'll just go, I'm not going to that. I mean, I, I still kind of want to see Angels Fallen. I mean, I <coughs> yeah, you should, go, you should go and watch it. Yeah, and I still want to see Pain and Glory, but I mean, I'm going to be up north in the next like five, six days, so... We might have missed the window for Angels Fallen. That might be a... <coughs> no, it's still on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, I want to watch that mm. with a bit of drink. And mm. hey, that's it for the show, I guess. Unless you guys have got more to add. No, no, no. We've talked a, a lot of nonsense to yeah. hide the fact we all had one film to talk about. If, yeah, one <laughs> film that we had nothing to actually say. About. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you made it to the the show? Then when, thanks. When, I, when we walked out of it, I said to him uh, that it's a film that I will talk about very briefly on the podcast because I don't really have anything to say about it. Yeah. I mean, like, I, don't, I don't think we were forcing any of the, the kind of chat earlier. We just kind of naturally segued through a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, which I'm fine with. It's just like when we talk for the sake of making up time yeah. is what I have a problem with. Um, if you miss the sur- if you miss the, the poll... Uh, or the survey or whatever that I will put up. What is better, Highlander or Red Dragons? Fucking Highlander. Uh, get in touch. If with that us. ends up being Highlander, I'm quitting the show. Get, get, get in touch with us at Rappers Podcast, etc. Um, but I'll be putting that very shortly because I do love a poll. And uh, I heard uh, it is. Uh, Sorry, man, it was too easy. I know. I, do you know? I'm uh, gonna. I'm hard. gonna guess who the first voter's gonna be, and I'm gonna guess what he is going to vote for. It's going to be LB Andy McEwen. Andy McEwen. Wrong. It's going to be Alan Gentleman who will vote for Highlander. <laughs> I don't get any money. <laughs> Alan Gentleman is one of the most loyal fans we have. He fucking shares our shit and likes 
it, it pretty much anything that we've like put up, man. So cheers for that, Al. And Andy, uh, Andy will vote Highlander as well. I bet you any money. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy's cheering the podcast completely. Like I, I remember falling down uh, a Facebook experiment rabbit hole where Al, Alan Gordon did it when a while back. Where like he just likes everything all the time. Uh, so like, oh, yeah, I, I, I took a I took a screen grab of uh, just saying Alan Gordon gentleman likes this. But then he liked that, so I screen grabbed that and posted <laughs> it again. And uh, he liked it. I think he done it like what eight or nine times or something. He just fucking kept liking it. Surely <laughs> by that point, that's just you getting played. I don't know, man. I don't know. I was I was interested to see who would break first. It was me. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. I think like his first comment was, but I do like it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for the show. Catch you guys later.